Welcome to Guerrilla Marketing to Women podcast with your host, best-selling author, Wendy Stevens. Wendy has become a multiple seven-figure entrepreneur, best-selling author, speaker to Fortune 100 companies, and the CEO and founder of Local Guerrilla Marketing. On Guerrilla Marketing to Women podcast, Wendy and her expert guests share with entrepreneurs, business owners, and marketers like you how to generate more leads and convert more sales by working smarter, not harder, through Guerrilla Marketing to Women. Wendy teaches, trains, and coaches you personally how to do this through interviews with world-class expert marketers to attract more leads and convert more sales. Tune in every week as Wendy and her expert guests share exactly how to use clever, well-designed strategies to market smart, not hard, to the most affluent consumer group in history, women. Make sure to head over to www.guerrillamarketingtowomen.com to subscribe and receive free updates from Wendy herself on how to generate more leads and convert more sales with video, mobile, and social media marketing. Now, here she is. Wendy Stevens. Hello, Wendy Stevens here with Guerrilla Marketing to Women podcast, and I am thrilled about our expert guest today. We have a gentleman who is changing the conversation that's happening across the country in utilizing local television news to create the perception of celebrity, to explode a business. Clint Arthur has been helping dozens and dozens of stages thought leaders be able to really explode their own celebrity through local television news. Now, Clint's the New York Times best-selling author of what they teach you at the Wharton Business School. Um, including the, the greatest book of all time, The Last Year of Your Life, Daddy Loves You. Um, these titles literally have just been rolling out of, of Clint's conveyor belt of success after success after success. But life wasn't always that way, as you'll get to hear in just a moment. But Clint actually studied creative writing from the Pulitzer Prize-winning author, Frank McCord himself. Um, now, you're going to get to hear in just a moment how Clint turned his life all the way around having a kind of a Cinderella start at the Wharton Business School, be able to almost have that scepter handed over, but yet we all know life can get in the way. But specifically, I want you to grab a pen and paper today because I've had the privilege of being able to experience Clint in person. And this is a gentleman that really understands the art as well as the, as well as the science of the guerrilla marketing game. Now, um, this is a game changer. This is something that most people have no idea even exists. But I have personally watched people explode their business by having the opportunity to work directly with Clint Arthur one-on-one. Clint Arthur has appeared personally in the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, ABC, CBS, NBC, nationally, and tons of local television segments. So, Clint Arthur, come on out and hear here, my friend. Let's take this conversation around the track. It's a great day to be alive and a great privilege to be with you today on your show. Thank you for having me. You're right on. So, Clint, let's jump right in. I mean, how, how the heck did you find yourself to be developing this work? I mean, you've got an amazing background, but how did you end up going from the Wharton Business School to creating Celebrity Launchpad and helping people get uh, create celebrity on local television news? How did you do that? <laughs> well, it was really 
a factor of the recession and how I needed to do stuff differently. I was having a lot of pressure in my gourmet food company and I was getting squeezed on my margins from my suppliers. I was getting squeezed uh, by my customers complaining they weren't able to pay the high prices because I sell the most expensive product in my category. And what I needed to do was create some celebrity distinction to go with my brand so that people were feeling that they were getting more than just a commodity. They were getting something extra special. And as everybody knows, celebrities get picked for the jobs first. They get paid more and they get all kinds of unexpected opportunities. And really that's what I wanted from television. So, Wow. So, Clint, you know, most people don't have any idea about, about your background. I mean, come on. You went to the Wharton, <laughs> the Wharton School of Business. You, you had all the traditional markings of a, a brick-and-mortar icon, really. I mean, it just looked like the old business road was laid out in front of you. But you actually kind of had a low point. You, you hit that rock bottom. What did that look like for you, and how did you turn it around and then move into this space? Well, after I graduated from the Wharton Business School, I saw a movie called She's Gotta Have It by Spike Lee. And that movie changed my life because it made me realize that I wanted to be a movie star and a famous screenwriter and director like my idol, Spike Lee. And I had studied writing with Frank McCourt. He won the Pulitzer Prize for his memoir with Angela's Ashes. And, you know, I knew that I was capable of being a great writer, and, and this seemed to be the most entrepreneurial avenue to take to pursue that, to create valuable movies and to create movie stardom for myself. So I moved out to Los Angeles and banged my head up against the brick wall of the Hollywood dream for more than a decade. And at the end of that decade, it was New Year's Eve of the millennium, December 31st, 1999. And what were you doing on December 31st, 1999? Were you at the ATM getting your Y2K money out? Were you partying with family and friends? I was driving a taxi cab that night. And when it was all over, I went back to the little tiny boat where I was living in Marina del Rey and crawled into my bunk under all my heavy down comforters because there was no electricity or heat on the boat. It was freezing. And I pulled out my favorite book, Angela's Ashes by Frank McCourt, to read, to try to calm down. And as I lay there reading by the light of my flashlight, I broke down in tears because I was terrified that I wasn't going to amount to anything more than a taxi driver. I'd been driving a cab for like five years at that point. And I didn't know any way to get out of it. What was I going to do? I didn't have any skills. I didn't, I didn't have any resume. My resume was failed screenwriter, failed wannabe actor, taxi driver. <laughs> what the hell was I going to do? <laughs> so oh, I man, Clint. I, I swore an oath that night that I was going to do everything I possibly could do to change who I was and how I was showing up in this world. And the first thing I did was I burnt all the screenplays and books and said, that's it. If writing got me behind the wheel of a cab for five years, I'm not going to do it anymore. And then I started doing personal development work. I walked on fire with Tony Robbins. I did Toltec wisdom studies with Don Miguel Ruiz himself. I did 
men's power circles and ceremonies. I did everything you could possibly do. And sure enough, as I began to change on the inside, so did the average circumstances of my life begin to change. And I got out of taxi driving and into the gourmet food business. It's a life is interesting, Clint. You know, it doesn't take anyone very much experience to realize not everything happens the way that you want to. But in the end, um, we also know as entrepreneurs, right, Clint, that we don't get what we want, we get what we market, right? So you, you kind of turned from lemon to lemonade. Um, I know all of us can think about a, a turning point that we had. But I want to turn back, Clint, if you will, because in this whole conversation about marketing to women, there's not a bigger fishing pond than television itself. So, of course, it's changed over the 50s and 60s and 70s, 80s, 90s, and here we are into, you know, we're at the time of this episode, we're actually heading around the corner, going the holidays um, for 2014, then in January. Clint, what's happening um, in the world of television and how does it really relate in this new conversation of marketing to women with what's been going on in the world? I say the most important development in the TV industry has been the consolidation and the, and the um, downsizing of the industry. I mean, I have friends nowadays who are doing three people's jobs. They're responsible for booking all the guests for the show, and it used to be three people who used to do the same job. And so these producers are more overworked and underpaid than ever before. And they are grateful when a great guest shows up. I mean, I got booked on NBC New York just by sending an email to a producer that I still have never spoken to. But I had the assets in place. I had the clips and the experience of having appeared on 32 appearances by that point. And I had all those clips on my website. So when I sent her my one-page segment proposal, she was able to look at my media page on my website and recognize instantly that here's a person who's paid his dues. Here's a person who is serious about going on TV, and here's a person who actually has some appearances that were pretty good. You know, after 32 appearances, I had a few that were pretty good. And that's how I was able to book myself on in New York City at NBC Studios at 30 Rockefeller Center. After two years of working my way up, that's how I did it, just by sending an email. And I never could have been able to do that in the old days because... They, there was more scrutiny and there was more like inside connections, you know, like your publicist would have to know somebody who could get you on. But nowadays, it's much more of a meritocracy. If you know how to create segments the way I teach my students how to do, if you know how to use my mathematical formula, if you're willing to go out there and travel around the country, going on little stations around the country, working your way up from small markets to medium size to the larger markets, you can do it. You can just work your way up from Salt Lake City to New York City. And what took me two years generally takes my students somewhere between three months and 12 months to accomplish. So, Colin, talk about the actual medium of television, if you will. Um, when, we, when we're looking at the difference between, uh, you know, really, because Gorilla Marketing Women is about, you know, the convergence of, Men are from Mars, women are from Venus, and each girl in marketing, right? So men and women think differently, and really, television producers are, are the grandmasters at marketing to women. Can you talk about that a little bit, why television is so conducive in bringing that message and marketing to women? TV is, 
aimed at women. The audience for TV is women. These producers live and die by their ability to create audiences for their programming. And those audiences are filled with women 25 to 55 years old. So if you want to hone your message to make it appealing to women, there's no better people on the planet to help you to do that than ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, and CW news and talk show producers. Because those producers only have a job if they're effective at getting women to watch their show. Once they start losing the audience, what they find is that they lose their paycheck. So it's kind of a life or death thing for them. And they're awesome at being able to look at a person or look at a a message, especially after I've given it an initial uh, packaging for them. They can look at that and then pull out details that would be particularly interesting for the women who are watching their shows. So, Clint, as we're talking to people that are actually looking for ways to have an advantage in marketing to women, what are some ways to tailor your presentation in local TV to be able to have a stronger appeal to women in the local market? How how would you uh, coach someone to be able to do that? That's one of the greatest parts about going on local TV is that TV in general is targeted to women, 25 to 55. And these ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, and CW News and talk show producers, they're the top people in America at marketing to those women. Mm. They get fired if they don't know how to do that. So what, what we do at Celebrity Launchpad is we package you into my formula for how to get on TV. And in general, that is enough to entice people who are the producers of these shows to book you on their show. Now, when you show up at their, at their stage, they may ask you to tweak your presentation a little bit or to rework it a little bit to make it fit more for their audience. But I know exactly how to get you onto this television market, how to, how to package you properly for consumption by women who are watching these shows. That's why I'm able to offer my guarantee. I guarantee that if you come to Celebrity Launchpad, you'll get at least two invitations to appear on ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, or CW News and talk shows, or else you get all your money back plus $500. And there's nobody making guarantees like that in the world. That's another great point about your unique positioning and about your services or your products. Hey, if you can't offer a killer guarantee with what you're doing, then why are you doing it? You have to believe in your stuff enough that you're willing to stand up and say, hey, if I don't deliver results, then you get your money back. And in my case, I say you get your money back plus 500 bucks. So, Clint, let's go back to the whole evolution of, of television. Okay, so go, go 30,000 foot view for me, if you would. When you look at the 50s and 60s and what television meant, you know, black and white sitting around with a, with a family, Ed Sullivan show, all the change that's happened with, with cable and dish television. What, what, what do you see that's happened in the evolution of, of local television news? That's a very interesting question because, you know, at one point, television was proclaimed to be the death of movies. And we all know that that didn't happen. Then the VCR came out, 
and the VCR was supposed to be the death of television. That didn't happen. According to the New York Times, March 18, 2013, local TV is a primary source for news for most Americans, even to this, even to the, this day. I mean, that's less than six months ago that that article came out. So what has happened with local TV is that they have become like everybody else in corporate America, more overworked and more underpaid. So producers now are finding themselves doing the work of what used to be done by three people. Have this one friend at Fox Connecticut. She says she's responsible for booking 30 to 40 guests every week. And there used to be three people doing that work. Now she has to do it all by herself. So this is a very empowering thing for authors, speakers, coaches, and entrepreneurs who come through my training because that's the big secret. The big secret is that these people are more overworked and more underpaid than ever before. And if you know how to deliver a segment to them on a silver platter, the way I teach you how to do, using my mathematical formula and the elements that will make you irresistible, then not only are you a welcomed phone call, you're the answer to their prayers. They're, they're like, most likely when you pitch them over the phone, the way I teach you how to do it, they will move the phone away from their face and look at it and say, am I dreaming or is this happening to me for real? I got a real live guest on the phone who knows what they're doing. This is awesome. So that's the big change. The big change is corporate downsizing has made TV and especially local TV Hmm. an even more fertile breeding ground for anybody who wants to develop their celebrity because they need you wow. more than ever. Mm-hmm. Wow, I, I'm loving this, Clint. So what I'm really hearing is that because of coming off the worst extended recession since the Depression, we've got a record number of people that have been downsized, outsourced, and pink slips. Going through your mathematical formula, you're actually helping solve a problem for these local television producers and really end up being an answer to their prayers. Is that why it's such a big an, oppor- such a big an opportunity right now? That's one of the reasons, and, and that's why... I'm able to get 15 producers to show up in my celebrity launch pads on their own Saturday or Sunday afternoon on their own time because in one hour they could meet 12 to 24 people who I've trained how to be an expert guest, who I've packaged as being irresistible and unique personalities for their shows. And they can walk away from a one hour meeting with my people with sometimes 12 or more people booked on their shows. What a time saver that is. Beautiful. So, Clint, what, what advice would you give, you know, a, a buddy entrepreneur that wants to really just get more information about this formula and how they can really benefit from working with local television to grow their business? Well, I have three free training videos that I would encourage you to check out, and it will be a really great introduction for you. I've had people tell me they book themselves on shows just watching retraining videos. And you can get those at instantcelebrity.com. Instantcelebrity.com. And in those three free training videos, I, I introduce you to the formula. I teach you the basics of how to use it. And then I introduce you to some of my students who are using it and show you ways that they are booking themselves, real, everyday people just like you and me, on these TV shows so that 
and this is the key point here, they can begin to manufacture the perception in the eyes of their target market or customers that they are a celebrity by going on local TV news and talk shows. That's all we're doing. We're going on these shows, getting the clips, and then we're making sure that our customers and target market is aware that we are now, quote unquote, hot in the media, being interviewed on TV, on network TV shows, getting that credibility, get, getting that heat, and using it in every way that we possibly can, really, really being scrappy about using it, hustling it, so that we get all the benefit from that perception of celebrity. Wow. So, folks, you've been actually hearing today from Clint Arthur, the Clint Arthur that wrote the book, What They Teach You at the Wharton Business School. You literally have a gentleman who's making a game-changing impact when creating local celebrity. And Clint actually has personally appeared 54 times locally, national TV news, talk shows across the, uh, across the country. He's helped literally dozens and dozens of thought leaders and entrepreneurs and authors and coaches be able to replicate those same results through creating celebrity on local television news. So if you want to get some more information, head on over to GorillaMarketingToWomen.com because Clint has prepared some special strategies and tactics for the listeners of Gorilla Marketing to Women where you'll be able to get more information about how you can grow your business through local television celebrity. Clint, thank you so much for coming out here and stirring this pot on, uh, on being able to really, you know, really explode and grow a business through local celebrity. Appreciate you so much, Clint. My pleasure. Thank you for inviting me, and I'm looking forward to seeing you on television. Why not? That's a wrap for this week's podcast of Guerrilla Marketing to Women. We would be honored for you to leave a five-star review on iTunes on our show. Be sure to subscribe to our show to hear from Wendy Stevens and her star-studded cast of experts each week. Go to www.guerrillamarketingtowomen.com to get up-to-the-minute marketing strategies and tactics to generate more leads, more sales, and bigger profits. That's www.guerrillamarketingtowomen.com.